Hi, welcome to the Broken Lab Podcast. Today we'll be experimenting two scenes from the two movies, The Triumph of the Will and The Great Dictator. My name is Gia. I'm Melanie. My name is Izzy. So for one of the scenes that we picked from The Triumph of the Will is from Joseph Goebbels, where he was talking about it may be good to have power based on arms, but it is better to be joyful and keep the hearts of the people. What is funny, to, and it's kind of funny to me because he has no experience in leading, nor has does he have any experience in military or war. So him saying that, it's, it just proves that what Hitler wants people to see throughout the movie. For the second scene from The Greek Dictator, it's an argument between Hinkle and Napoloni, and there's Gerberge that's trying to convince Hinkle to sign the Treaty of Napoloni for it's only a scrap of paper because it does no damage to both sides of the party. And one of the main aspects of fascism is facade because facade is what the leader wants to show their people. And an example of that is when um, Hitler appeased Stalin by signing the non-aggression pact because Hitler didn't want a two-front war. And Hitler also appeased his people by saying how there will be no war, and even if there is war, it's going to be the fault of the allies. Germany is just going to be the victim once again. So, and... And I would just like to ask a question. Um, why, uh, what's the purpose of, you know, um, what's the purpose of appeasement, really? The purpose of appeasement is just for you, like, let's say the greatest example is just, like, something you don't want to deal with when, after the First World War, when um, Germany still attacked Czechoslovakia when he's not supposed to, but the Great Britain didn't want any war, so he just allowed it. That's a great example. It's just, like, putting a lollipop in a child's mouth so they could shut up. That's the form of appeasement. And I would like I would just like to say, um, what did Chaplin like tell us about the facade of appeasement, really? Well, Chaplin tells us that the treaty between Hinkle and Napoloni that Gerberich wants to be signed is both literally a scrap of paper, but also figuratively, um, the treaty does not pose any real power over Hinkle. So both sides, there's no and there's no gain and there's no loss. I'm being honest. And again, yeah, to that literal and figurative aspect. So, Melanie? So, I also wanted to talk about the facade of unification, because I feel that with Hitler, it was always, during his speeches, he always made sure to say, us, we, like, we will together make Germany great and everything. So I feel like it's really important to acknowledge that Hitler was all about unifying Germany. But it was just, I don't know, it's really hard because it's not really unification when you exclude like a huge group of people. Like specifically Jewish people, they weren't included. And in the Triumph of the Will with Goebbels, he spoke about how national songs won the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. So I feel that national songs, they were made to unify people, to bring people together. So it just feels that with excluding like a huge group of people like that, it didn't really 
unify anyone. <laughs> and I also thought that um, this connected to like the great dictator scene because it goes back to how like what Gia spoke about, like literal and figuratively the elements of the treaty. While the song, like the national songs were intended to literally unite people, they figuratively it was just meant to exclude people who didn't fit the Aryan race description. Yeah, kind of an irony in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you describe that irony? I mean, if you're really gonna this, if, I mean, if the job is to unite people, but you're also excluding them, that is a form of irony because it's not really happening, you know? And yeah. you, when, and it's, and again, again, it's going back to irony because you're, you're only winning the hearts of certain people. Yes. You know, it's just the people you want. Yeah. And so now, it go now we transition to the facade of leadership. Now, the two scenes shows us is that, well, let's backtrack a bit. Hitler is always like, you know, seen to be a very dominant and orderly figure. But what Chaplin does is that he succeeds in challenging that perspective he shows Hitler not as this very demigod figure, but he he's just but he shows him as a human, one who especially bickers like you know he argues when he does not get his way, and from the great dictator we see that how Napoloni and Hinkle are arguing about the treaty, and I kind of I kind of find it ironic and kind of funny in that even though Hinkle is the the leader, the Fuhrer, however you want to say, it's really gar- garbage. He's being the, the orderly figure who acts like a parent between Napoloni and Hinkle. And I think that that's just a facade of, again, it goes back to the facade of leadership, who really is the leader. Now, you, now you would be asking, how does this connect to Goebbels' line in Triumph of the Will? Fascism, well, fascism is known for its charismatic and strong leaders. However, that, that charisma, that strong leadership perspective, again, it's all for show because the purpose behind fascist propaganda, speeches and songs, like what Melanie was talking about, they're really all meant to portray these leaders and political party as very likable and trustworthy leaders. Now, again, you have to show them as these very likeworthy and trustworthy people because you have to win their hearts. Why? Well not only as a means to gain the support from them, you know, eventually when the war breaks out and stuff like that, but it's also to avoid conflict, to, you know, avoid having to fight with your own people, and which is, again, is the purpose. Avoiding fighting with your own people, that's why um, Hitler, he kind of abolished schools. He had the Hitler Youth Group, I think it's called. And because he knows that, because Hitler himself was greatly influenced by his history teacher, that's why he knows how schools have <clears throat> have like give ideology for the students and how they will have different thoughts. I mean, schools were there, but like more, they were censored, weren't they? Like, yes, they, they weren't, weren't allowed like brainwash, to... and there, there's like teachers teaching little snitches. Like if the <laughs> teachers teaches anything against fascism, they're gonna be yes. Told, so. Yeah. It's all about, um, you know, making sure that everyone is very appeasing to the leader, appeasing 
the leader well, appeasing to others. It kind of has to go back and forth, like people appeasing the leader by giving the leader their support, and the leader appeasing the citizens by giving them what they want, which one of the things was no war and peace. And Hitler did, um, he did appease the people because he did mention no war, so he signed a pact with Stalin that to make the citizens feel more secure and more safe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why unification is also important and why the facade of leadership and facade of unification and appeasement are just all very essential components of fascism. And I think, like, what garbage... I mean, sorry. What, <laughs> <laughs> what Chaplin does excellently is that he really crit- critiques the strategy of the Nazi regime and the way and Hitler and how they you know say what they want do what they need to do to get what they want and I think that's a very excellent like perspective and yeah hi sorry for the break now we're back and now we just want to add a little more things about the facade how really why it's essential for the facade in the the Nazi party. So Gia, you wanted to add something? Well, it's really about perception. What people see is what they retrieve as to be the reality. If like you go to a restaurant, the people is rude, this whole restaurant is rude. Um, <clears throat> so what the other part of the world, like the rest of the world sees Hitler is like more like desperation. He's Hitler is willing to lie to all of his population about like there's no war, everything's gonna be fine, love and peace, love and affection, everyone's a family. Like everyone's like what going back to Melanie about unification, like he says everyone, but he's he did exclude the Jewish people. That's so it's not everyone as in the German race, the quote unquote Aryan race, blonde hair, blue eyes, and nothing else. So it's like, um, the purity of race and the reality is that Hitler he he plans he wants more he wants more power he has the ambition that he wants revenge like he wants more than what he has now he wants to go far farther ahead and I really feel like one of the lines you said before we started recording it was like you said perception is reality yes and he really and Hitler really wanted to make that reality Reality. I mean, he he did. Like, he he almost, almost. He was on, like he was halfway there. He want he got like Russia, Italy. He almost got some Great Britain, but but then like Japan dropped the bomb on the United States and the United States joined. So, yeah. I mean that that's sorry for the, but um sorry for that, but like going just going back to the great dictator scene, like just that emphasis of. That that's only a scrap of paper that just shows that what is real and what is not and I think that's and I mean we are I feel even though it makes makes us seem that you know we're making a great big deal about this thing is that saying that it's only a piece of paper really divides what is real and what isn't and this again this just goes back to the facade element and what what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you mean by what is real and what isn't? That's a good question. Um, what is real? Well, to Hinkle, what is real is that, you know, that the treaty, that to what, what's real to Hinkle 
is his ambition, but what's what's um not real to Hinkle is the treaty. And oh. It, oh, yeah, I mean, sense. if that makes sense, because the whole purpose of a facade is to put on a face. I mean, because like for what I see, their whole like the friendship between Mussolini and Hitler it looks state is like staged. I mean, they have the same mindset, and like they but they like kind of assess each other in wars and stuff. So it's kind of logical for them to become allies. So that's what they believe. So they kind of put on the facade or like the representation with the show to let the people know that oh my god they're friends. They have the same ideology. Two great powers coming together. It's also kind of like an act too. I feel like you see two people, specifically like Hitler and Mussolini. Like especially they're two great like, yeah, leaders. So that's why they want to show people, and when they become friends, people will be like, whoa. And then. Sorry to cut you off, but it's like, um, when you mention act, I mean, that's, what, that's the point of the facade of leadership. That's a, it's an, all an act. And again, it's an act for like, Hitler. Like coming back to perception is reality. What he act is what his people believe, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's just like, again, it's just who... He just needs to show people that he is this dominant figure, when in reality, he's not. Again, I mean, he is more, a human. More like dominant, I think. He, he wants to show people that he's a very nice, loving person, when in reality, he's more of a ruthless and heartless person. So like the perception he's trying to show his people is that he's a caring, loving person. He wants to keep the people safe. He don't want them to feel worried. He wants them to feel secure. So that's the perception that he's giving them. And what they receive as the perception, they, they're taking it in as reality. That's like, oh, our leader is trying to protect us. We're safe, we're all good. You know? Yeah, it makes Because, I mean, that, again, just goes back to that charismatic point of... And just goes back to Goebbels' point of, you know, trying to win the hearts of the people. And trying, again, keep them. Essentially, that's the main point I think we just glossed over is just keeping it. So you have to maintain that that love, that joy from the people. Otherwise, you have conflict, you have disagreements. I mean, there were disagreements and but, you know, and this chaplain again what just going back to chaplain's scene is that he the, that garbage is trying to convince convince you know Hinkle to win to win Napoloni's heart so he can get what he wants and so if he if he just if he didn't keep it he wouldn't get what he wants I think that's what I'm trying to say yeah so hopefully I mean that makes sense but but this conclude our podcast we'll see you guys next time bye bye bye